Welcome to Sports Therapy Episode 18. Today, KTO relives the best moment in his entire Cleveland Browns fandom. The Browns smacked the Steelers, winning their first playoff game in... I don't know, a long ass time. As the conversation progresses, we discuss Juju Smith-Schuster's pre-game trash talk and TikTok dancing, and I openly ponder one thing. Is he slowly turning into AB? Eventually, we get into the other games from this past weekend and discuss next week's matchups towards the end of the show. Now, if you're listening on any of the podcast platforms, be sure to leave us a rating. It is much appreciated. If you're watching on YouTube, we got the timestamps in the description. And don't forget to subscribe if you're brand new. Other than that, that's enough for the intro. It's time to jump in. All right. So how's your weekend? Yo, you know, my weekend was, you know what I'm saying? It was what it was. I sit back watching football. But anyway, get to what we all really, really care about, bro. Let's, I just want to jump straight into it, dog. Take me through your feelings. Like, give me your emotions from the time you turned the game on, like, warm-ups through, like, that first quarter. I'm emotional right now. I'm just trying to keep it together. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> so my good friend Jelani, he's a huge Steelers fan. He walks into my house. He's got Steelers drip head to toe. Mm. Just black and gold. Oh. And he, we were roommates for like three, four years. And he okay. watched many Brown Steelers games with me. Yeah. And he's he's a good sport. So he's been cool. He's not like a trash talking Steelers yeah, fan. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. He's like, hey, I feel bad for you kind of thing. Um, so he's been at my house watching the games. It's at about an hour out and I'm getting, it's like, I feel like a kid again. I feel like a 12 year old kid. Cause I have like that pit in my stomach. That's like, it's, this is a real game. This is not a, this is not a joke. This is a real game. This is happening. This is what I've been waiting for. This, this game, like not the game to get into the playoffs. I've been waiting for this playoff game and it couldn't have been against a better team. You know what I mean? As it all was coming together, I was like, I didn't want anyone else. The Pittsburgh Steelers, the one team that's been making us look the worst, like they show all the records, Big Ben's this, 24-3 and three against the Browns, whatever. Mm. So as kickoff's coming, I'm just, I'm just trying to keep it together because I haven't felt that nervous for a game since I think Boise State Fiesta Bowl days growing up as a kid. Yeah. I mean, it's been a decade since I felt that way. Like that nervous for a game. Yeah. Of course, the first play happens. You know, kickoff, they line it up, they snap it. He snaps it over his head, and I am screaming at the top of my lungs. I'm screaming, Oh my God! Dude, I, yeah. my girlfriend was on FaceTime with her mom in the other room, and she, I was like <laughs> cussing. I was screaming shit. I was yelling everything you could imagine. FaceTime. Yeah, yeah, with her mom. So her mom got to hear the real me for a second, but it didn't stop that whole quarter. That was that first quarter is all a blur almost. I rewatched the highlights of it like like ten times. Just the the snap over the head, and then the interception, one hand interception from the scout team guy, and then Jarvis Landry break takes it to the house on the slant rod. You know, <laughs> and then, yeah. you know, stopping them, get, get, driving right down the field and cream hunt ran like a fucking bat out of hell. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, sorry for, I, I'm, I'm saying whatever I want today. I don't even care. It's sure. just, you didn't even care. yeah, yeah. 
Whatever. Yeah, I did. Who cares? Man. Well, it doesn't matter. Browns want to play, dude. Out, dude. Get it off. Get it all off, dude. The way they played, it's like it doesn't even matter what happens. Like everything that's ever happened that I've watched the like that game, and how everyone played, man. <laughs> it was it was the game, dude. I couldn't believe it was what the game. I was watching, bro, because like to me, I always think about you know you think about the build up, right? And and see, Juju Juju been rubbing me the wrong way all season. He can't. And yeah. I, the quote he had, bro, I just was like, dog, this before the game. I'm like, they ask him, they ask him about the Browns. Any other play, any other team, better yet, than the Steelers would be like, you know what? It's a division opponent. They had a hell of a year. You know, respect to him. It's going to be a tough game. That's all you had to say. This man going on a long ass, nameless gray faces. He said, "Yo, that man said they are nameless gray faces. The Browns is just the br-. like." I was like, "Yo, that's so unbelievably disrespectful and uncalled for. Just completely yeah. uncalled for. You know what I'm saying?" And then I think about back to all the trash talk and all of the crazy stuff on Twitter, just all of the the shenanigans over the years, and then also from a lot of Steelers fans too. For y'all to come out there like that, bro, like y'all ain't say nothing. Like y'all just. Huh? You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all didn't say shit. Like, they were just talking crazy the whole time. And y'all just walked up, boop, 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 just beat these, sh- like, bro. Like, they was really y'all kids, man. And it was so satisfying to watch. I was like, I couldn't believe that first quarter, but I was like, after I saw the way the game just opened up, I was like, it's over. They, they took their heart just like that. And I don't know, bro. It's, it's got to be one of those moments. I can't really imagine it from your perspective. You know what I'm saying? Like it's gotta be surreal. You know what I'm saying? Like just the way y'all embarrassed them completely. Dude, the the whole Juju Smith thing is crazy in itself, but it's almost like I don't even care because that's how much better the win feels over mm. you know m- proving him to be an idiot. Like, yeah, that's great. I would love to have like a <laughs> like a poster on my wall of like that tear coming out of Big Ben's eye, you know, that close up on his face and then having Juju sit there yeah, on the bench yeah, yeah, next yeah, to him yeah. all sad. That would be dope. I, I would love to, I would I'd love to have that, but the win itself and just like guys making plays like Porter Gustin backup scout team defensive lineman diving interception uh just other guys making plays like a bunch of like the like Miles Garrett wasn't even that big of a factor. Like it was a bunch of other guys. Like it was a bunch of other talky yeah. talky intercepting a big pass towards the end just kind of seal the deal. Just yeah. it was just like the b- best team effort ever. You're talking about the left guard w- got signed by the Browns and he met Baker Mayfield in the locker room before the game. Like you're talking about the most ridiculous circumstance, ragtag group of guys, Disney film, you know, okay, <laughs> cut the cameras. This is getting yeah. DreamWorks presents. It, it, it was, dude, I, it, it's, it couldn't have been against a better team. Like you win a playoff game and it, you haven't won a game in a, in a playoff game in like 25. I mean, I wasn't even alive the last time they won a playoff game, but to have it come against the Steelers, like it's not, it, it's not better. It couldn't get better than that. You know what I mean? It doesn't even matter what happens at the rest of this year. Like the Browns could get blown out by the Chiefs and it could be embarrassing. Baker could throw five picks. It doesn't even matter because it, do- it does matter a little bit. But compared to what just happened, like that'll never die. Yeah. That game will never yeah. die. So, nah, it yeah, won't, it's bro. it won't. It'll live on. It'll definitely I couldn't live sleep. On, yeah, I, I literally it was like. I go to bed relatively early now. I used to stay up late, but I go to bed at like 10, 11-ish. 
it was like 1.30 and I'm I'm watching the highlights for like the 10th time on YouTube. I can't like, I'm like, I have the football in my hand. It's actually over there. I was literally just like throwing it to myself like I was a kid again in my backyard. Just like <laughs> acting like I was the players. How dude. was your boy? Like, how, how did your boy take this? He took it pretty well. Really? He's, yeah. I mean, he, I mean, he was just like the first few plays he was really pissed, but he was just kind of down and out. And also I was just so loud and I wasn't being obnoxious. Like I wasn't being like a sore winner or anything, but I was living it up and he was just kind of like, you know, this is what we've been all year. Like this was, this bound to happen. Like he just kind of took it like that. He took it like a champ, I guess. Yeah. Um, so I respected Jelani, but we, we got the, we had it coming, dude, especially with all the comments, you know, like Juju Smith and, Anything anyone else has said, like, so, I think Ryan Clark or someone was like, this ain't a rivalry. Like, yeah, we've been yeah. kicking their ass for so long. Like, <laughs> it's just, it was like perfect. It couldn't, you couldn't have scripted a better, like, did we get blown out by them in the early season? You know, it's like that. Oh, you know, you guys are good, but you get destroyed by the Steelers and Ravens. Yep. And then we beat their backups to get in. It's kind of like, oh yeah, good job. You beat our backups. And then yeah. you, we kick their ass when it's yeah. their full team. Yeah. Dude. And it's like they they chose y'all, right? Like, cause by yeah. seeing they starters, they really wanted to play y'all in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? So they asked for that ass whooping, and y'all they was did. Like, Here you go. And it's <laughs> like seeing the video of you know they they lose four of their last five, and then they they're dancing to like a, a they're doing a TikTok video. The players like, dude, any old head who sees that, imagine what they're thinking. Like, imagine like the old Steelers, like the Heinz Wards, and like the. Um, Jerome Bettis's and uh, the Palomalos, they see those uh, guys doing that. Come on now. You're cringy. like... <laughs> cringy. They, they're cringy because they they know, bro. It's like these dudes. And when you're doing that, when you're winning, it's like nobody can really say nothing. You could just kind of like not like it from a distance. But yeah. it's, it's weird with that team. Like they kind of went on... Like they went on this path to me of just complete obnoxiousness. And they just yeah. kept going that way despite the L's. And you would think, okay, a couple of L's, let's sharpen up. They they never like took that off. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's pretty prophetic to see it come back and just bite them in the ass. Just like y'all, y'all Dude. ain't practiced in two weeks. I, like y'all coach, <laughs> you probably had your coach at your crib. He probably was sitting on that couch right there. Yeah, he was watching with, with me. Like, we were high fiving, you, you know, know chest saying? bumping. You and Stefan. Dude. Yeah. How I it just doesn't make sense. It's like the Browns couldn't have had more things stacked up against them going into this game, other than the pressure. Like there was no pressure when it when you when your coach isn't there, your O line coach isn't there, your tight ends yeah. coach isn't there, half your roster's yeah. not there, Denzel Ward's not playing, your your slot corner's not playing. It's like at that point <laughs> and to come yeah, out like just that, go right there and replay. That was the only positive yeah. y'all had was no pressure. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. It's all one positive. And the Steelers, like they, like you said, they like wanted to play the Browns. Okay. We get a nice walk in the park for the first round. Dude, that yeah. game changed my opinion of the Steelers forever. Like I've always been that mm-hmm. like scared Browns fan. That's like, well, you know, the Steelers are the Steelers. Like even if they're, they're yeah. all this, they are the Steelers. Like, dude, yeah. that's almost gone. Like I almost like, I'm like, dude, in the biggest stage for that to go down the way it did, like I don't yeah. even know how I feel about them anymore. Because you saw the chink, like, you saw the chink in their armor. It's like yeah. the first time you beat your big brother in basketball. You like, 
Wait a minute. Omnipotent? Like, he can't even go left. Like, I, I never even realized that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you start to... It starts to unravel. The mystique unravels, and you realize, yeah, this is a pretty simple formula to beat these dudes. And yeah. y'all just bullied them. That was that was Dude. like the best part about it. Like y'all just punched them in the face and just you out stealered the Steelers. You feel what I'm saying? And that was crazy to watch. The the run where the Browns were. I don't. I don't. I think it was Kareem Hunt's first touchdown when he got hit at the five and he just muscled that guy into the end zone. Like the guy yeah. took a bad, it was like bad, like he was way up high and everything, but like just driving into the end zone and the way that Kareem Hunt bounced out of that and then his second touchdown run, like the energy level of like the Browns, dude, like that was, it's like, it doesn't matter. I'm telling you, it doesn't matter what happens there. Like they can get blown out by Kansas City. I don't even, like, it's just that game. That game's going to never die. That's a fact. I'm going to say that over and over, dude. That's a fact. It's never going to die. That's a fact. Dude, the Bengals kicked it off, man. I texted you last night. I was like, yeah. dude, the Bengals kicked it off with that crazy game where the guy high steps on the interception. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, they, they have all the little fights because of that kind of thing. Yeah. That's what started. Uh, it was the Bale perfect way for like. Juju. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I want that photo on my wall, too. Him I getting lit up. The one with Ryan Finley, like, laying in the, in the pile with the smile on his face. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, dude. Yeah. What a... What a season. I mean, what a what a moment, dude. I wish, like, that's when I wish that I was, like, at a bar with a bunch of Cleveland fans. Like, that's yeah. the one time I wish I was. I yeah. was. That's, like, if the night could make it just a little bit better, that's what it'd be. But I can't that's complain. Insane. Yeah. I know, can't I complain, bad, dude. man. I was thinking about Odell. And I felt so bad that he wasn't, like, a part of it. You know what I mean? A part of it. Because I like Odell, bro. And... I was thinking about him. I was like, damn, it got to suck. He's sitting at the crib, you feel me, watching this this history. You know what I'm saying? And I know he wanted yeah. to be a part of that. So I don't know. I'm just throwing that in, but I know that had to be tough for him. No, I. that is something to think about. I, I almost don't even want to think about that aspect of the, Like, I don't know what's going to happen. Although, like, at this point, I, I don't know what's going to happen. He tweeted during the game. Yeah. Yeah. So I think there's a spot for him. I just... I don't think it matters right now. I just think the Browns have something special right now. And thinking about this Chiefs game, man, it's like it's even more nothing to lose for the Browns. And to think like it only can get crazier from here for the Browns. That's what's so yeah. wild about like what's happening. And <laughs> I, I I said last week I was happy that the Browns had made it. Like, you know, like we finally got here. But dude. I don't even want to get ahead of myself. I can't get ahead of myself. Like, I just, I'm excited. I get six more days of this to, like, live this up. Like, we're still in the playoffs. Yeah. It, does, it doesn't even feel real. Like, I'm ex, I'm more than excited. Like, dude, I'm going to be, like, walking around with a football in my hand at the store. That's, like, how I, I want to be doing. I'm going to be that kid. Like, that 10-year-old yeah. kid throwing the and football bro, around to himself the Chiefs, in the store. The Chiefs are human. The Chiefs have shown this year that they're, they're human. Now, the thing is, from a talent standpoint, we know what the Chiefs are. But... They have this tendency to kind of let teams hang around. You know what I'm saying? And that's, yeah. that's dangerous. That's all I'm going to say. Like, that is dangerous. And they seem like – I think they've been off for quite a while. So, rust. You know what I'm saying? So, there are some factors that play in y'all's favor. But, I mean, obviously, yeah. y'all completely up against it with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, and no. Why, you know it's going to be <laughs> – it's going to be the challenge of a lifetime. Yeah. But the, the, the game I go to is that Baltimore game 
when Baltimore kept scoring and the Browns were down by like 10 in the fourth or late in the third, and then they kept scoring and Baker kept answering. Yeah. It's like, I'm not trying to compare the Ravens to the Chiefs, but what I am saying is it's like the Browns have a, they can get into a shootout and hang. I don't know if they can win against the Chiefs, but if it go, comes down to that, which it probably will, I think that there's a chance for fireworks. That's something and, I learned this year, bro. This year, I've seen some some of the most improbable wins that I, I just didn't expect. Like when we beat the Steelers, bro, I gave us no shot. <laughs> yeah, no I shot. remember. You know what I'm saying? And that that game right there, it um it started to what you was talking about. It started to like unravel that whole big brother thing. Like, oh, okay, these they could be beat. And it's the same thing. It's the same thing with any team. Now, the Chiefs. The Chiefs ain't gonna sleepwalk into the damn game and be completely unprepared and overly arrogant. So yeah. you know what I'm saying? You ain't gonna get that aspect of it, but it's still possible. Yeah. Unlikely, but I, possible. I can't even honestly, I don't think I can make a rational a, like I can't think about the game rationally yet. I think I need a few days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because how I saw the Browns play and some of the plays they made, like just that first that first quarter was incredible, but like when things started breaking down a little bit and the Steelers got a touchdown here and then stopped them and got another one, yeah. they still answered yep. and they came back and then they made big third down plays. And then that Chubb screen pass, dude, uh, the, the combo of hunt and Chubb, man, I, I hope that lasts for a long time. I don't, it's like with running backs, you never know. Yeah. Like it could be two years from now and they're not even in Cleveland. So I'm living it up. What's That's, the contracts look like? Well, I think Chubb's still on his rookie contract. He was drafted the year Baker was. So there's going to be a big decision coming soon because Baker's going to get his max deal, most yeah. likely. There's no way he doesn't get a max deal at this point. A max and, deal? What's a max deal? Well, it's probably whatever at the time that the quarterbacks, like the highest quarterback can get paid, you which think? is over $30 million. No I think way. so. I don't. I don't think so. I don't you, don't think think he, you don't think he gets that or you, you don't think that that's possible? I don't think he gets that. What's your reason? I wouldn't, I wouldn't pay him that. Because yeah, but you're not. He's like not the <laughs> Go reason, ahead. He's not the reason that y'all win. You feel me? I would give him more like maybe a little more than, than Tannehill. You know what I mean? What, did, what is Tannehill making? Not 30 million. I'm just. Ryan Tannehill yeah, contract. Four year, 118 million with 62 guaranteed. Mm -hmm. 62 mil guaranteed. That's thirty million a year. How's that average out? That's thirty. Okay. Well, yeah. It's twenty nine point five. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's what I'm saying. For sure. I pay him. I pay so, him ten Yeah. So you give Baker thirty million a year, and then Miles got his big deal. Denzel Ward's probably going to get a big mm -hmm. deal. Um, they're probably going to sure. bring in some free agents to make the defense a little better. You're paying the O line a lot. Like they paid a lot to the right tackle and and Batonio. Um, and then Jarvis obviously has his contract. So that obviously rules out like probably a guy like Odell. Like you're probably not going to, you probably don't want to keep him around for his contract. Uh, and yeah. then the tight ends got big money. Uh, Hoop. So it's like, that's what I'm saying. Like at some point, the money situation is coming into play. And running backs are, inter I'm not saying you can replace a guy like Nick Chubb, but it's way more likely that you can draft another running back and plug him in rather than paying a guy. I want to see Chubb stay. Like I'm a, advocate for keeping the the backs we got but just the reality of the nfl it's hunt, they don't it's last long hunt that i think y'all would lose like y'all not gonna no, lose chubb you, you're gonna lose hunt no because we signed hunt to a contract and 
it's because of what happened with the incident. When How long he, did he sign for? Let's see. Um, I assumed he had a short kind of prove it deal. Hunt contract. Two year extension after this year. So oh wait, two more. Three seasons. So you got three more years. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Nice. But here's the thing with Kareem Hunt. It, it sucks for Kareem. Yes, it does. But <laughs> because of what happened, yeah. uh, he's never going to get a huge, huge contract. So that's benefiting the Browns, obviously. Yeah. Um, and that gives a chance for a, to keep a guy like Chubb. I don't know where Chubb's at mentally because you can never tell. Like he shows no emotion. Yeah. Which is dope. Like he's just a professional. Yeah. He makes crazy plays and then he just hands the ball to the ref. Like you never see. Dude, he would be considered, he wouldn't be on Derrick Henry level, but he would be talked about more if he had a little bit of flash sure, to his game. For sure. For but sure. I don't even, who cares? Like that, that doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't, it, who cares what other people say? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I watch Chubb every game and see what he does. And it's like, you don't have to talk about him. He's going to do what he does. Yeah, for sure. I think people Whew. people who weren't aware they're being put on notice though in these playoffs like they're gonna yeah. they're gonna realize that Nick Chubb is a whole different animal, bro. You know what I'm saying? Man. Like, dude is the true. He legit. You know what I'm saying? I just ordered a jersey because there's so many things about Nick Chubb that I like. One being that he was a track star in high school, mm-hmm. and if you've ever seen the photos, did I ever send you the photos? I've seen I did a video on Nick Chubb. Yeah, Way so back. the photo, I got the, photos. the photo of him running track next to that he other looks dude, like and he's like, f- like he looks now. <laughs> yeah, and there's another yeah, he's like where he's 17. jumping. It's like he, you know how y'all when you're warming up. Yeah, I, I guess he's kind of yeah. jumping to get loose. But he's like 50 feet off yeah. the ground. You know what I'm saying? It's a great, like two or three great pitches from when he was in high school. Yeah, dude, he was that, state, bro. he was state champion levels sprinting speed in Georgia. Yeah. And he was at 225, 230. And he wasn't focused on track as much as he was preparing for football because of that weight, you know? Yeah. So he's like, I relate to him in that way. It's just cool. He's my age. So, you know, there's a lot of, th- I played running back. I'm not, nothing like Nick Chubb. I'm not trying to compare myself to Nick Chubb. I'm saying that I was 160 pounds and I was fast. And he was mm-hmm. as fast as me, if not faster. And he was 230. Right. And he's right, still right. like 60 pounds heavier. Yeah. And I have a 65 yard touchdown run in high school and I think I'm hot shit. And he has like one of those every week and he's just like, all right, next play. I just, <laughs> I just, I just love watching him play, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's Bro, so cool. It's, I love watching him play too, because he's, he doesn't look. So when I look at him, I don't see Derrick Henry, right? Like when you just, you look at yeah. Derrick Henry, he's this huge human. Yeah. When you look at Nick Chubb, he looked like, you know, he's big, but he's like a normal NFL running back. But I don't know what the hell this dude's legs is made out of, but he cannot <laughs> be tackled. Like, I killed my team. Like, I killed my team for being soft. Because, like, bro, would you tackle Nick Chubb? Like, why is he running over four people? Why every time we touch him, he falling for seven yards? And yeah. then I watched him for the rest of the season. I was like, oh. <laughs> he That's does it, it. That's everybody. What. You know what I'm saying? Like, he can't be tackled, like, by anybody. And it's it's kind of weird. Like I, I wish he was a little more flashy, only because I want him to post his off-season workouts. What the hell is he doing? Dog? Yeah. Like, what is his legs made of? Because he tore his leg up, his knee up in college. Yeah, in college. And honestly, I didn't think he would ever be the same. I, matter of fact, I think I said that in the video. I did. Uh, this was obviously way. This was before he even got drafted by the Browns. 
And um, to see the way he came back and is like better than ever, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Respect. Respect to the dude, bro. They he say he's one of the hardest workers on the league, team. Bro. Man, it shows. yeah, he's... So you look at how he looked in his college uniform and you see a freak of nature like, oh, dude, that guy's a beast. But in his NFL, yeah. in the NFL uniform, it's like he doesn't look like the part, like you said. And then when he's running, yeah. until he's in the open field, you can't tell that he's like a fierce runner because he just like the way he runs doesn't look ferocious. I, I don't I don't know how to say it, but then he hits a guy and all of a sudden he like an arm tackle. He makes it look like the guy didn't even touch him. Like it doesn't even slow him down. Yeah. Not like. Oh, he, he yeah. slows down a little bit. Like, no, it's just like the guy bounces off and he just zoom. And his yeah. breakaway speed is <laughs> like, you see how fast he looked on that screen pass? There was no one there, but he, I mean, he went from 40 to the goal line in a, yeah, in he just a second. Like it's crazy. I saw him in Cleveland. I was at the, the Browns Falcons game, his rookie year, and he had a 92 yard touchdown run. And it felt like it happened instantly like it was just like he gets the handoff <laughs> and he's in the end zone and it was just like a mind-blowing moment you're like what was that it's just <laughs> yeah i could talk about i could probably go th- throughout all the browns players and just talk about them for like hours just because oh, sure. i'm sure you could. it's this yeah. is that, that's the point i've gotten to that's what i love about watching and paying attention so much is you start to understand like you do it with the Bengals. i know you do you see every play they make or don't make. So then you know what they're capable of, you know, their tendencies, you know, when they're playing above their skill level, you know, when they're playing worse than their skill level. And that's what makes it frustrating as a fan when they're not playing up to their level. But then when they have a game, that's it right there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's one or the other. You're either frustrated because you know, they can be better or the game happens like yesterday where guys who haven't played all year are, (laughs) I just, Yeah. Like I think I could go in circles all day and be okay with it talking about this. That's how good it makes me feel. Just the Porter Gustin oh. interception, D lineman, and the one-handed uh, scout team dude picking it off. Dude, it was it was just so sick. I, did, I don't even it? know what else to like, say. How'd, what? how'd you how'd you celebrate? Was was y'all drinking? Uh, not crazy. I I poured myself one uh. I just poured myself one one little drink. It was uh, what was it? Gin and tonic. Jeez, I, that took me forever to, okay. to process. Okay. I had that. Yeah. Um, that was it. I mean, I didn't even need to. I was just so hype off the game. I was literally just like tossing the football around to myself, listening to to like celebration music that, of my choice, and just that was it. Like I was just like in my own world for hours yeah. after the game. I actually started a Madden franchise with my buddies because I was so hyped about it. Even though I hate Madden, I was so after hyped about it. Like, I want to. What? After what the game? Say? After the game. You, you started after the game? Yeah. So after after the Browns game, me the and game my. The game just ended. What do you mean? I'm saying. So between the time the game ended and now, you started a Madden franchise? Yeah, we did a whole fantasy draft. I practiced my team. Yeah. <laughs> I told you I was up late last night. <laughs> you did yeah, you did. Yeah. But damn, I didn't know well, you was like. Well, it's because I'm also on the West Coast. So the game ended at like 8 o'clock. Uh, okay. 
Yeah, so gotcha. I'm sure you're thinking about it when the game ended for you and it's late. But yeah, ended yeah, at like I'm eight, like, and then. But dude, that's what football does to me. It's like I hate Madden, and I literally was like, "We got to get this Madden franchise going. Let's go, guys!" Like we got on it, <laughs> and I don't know how long it's gonna last. Probably until the Browns so you're lose. You're not gonna ever touch that shit again. Yeah, well, dude. I just want to watch that whole. I just want to watch that first. I could watch that first quarter until the day I die. That's probably the last thing I'll do. I'll be on my <laughs> deathbed, like pull up that game <laughs> from 2021. <laughs> yeah, Damn. dude. That's yeah. Well, do you want to talk about anything else? I don't even know what else to say. I Man, my I've, brain's on the I same thing. Anything, but like I just want to go in here and and talk to to you and see where you was yeah. at with it because I knew you was amp. I knew you were going crazy, and uh, you know I've been having fun like on Twitter. I like to go and go in. I went checked out Brown's Twitter. Y'all was going yeah. crazy. It was it was yeah. it was fun, bro. It was like I sent you one clip of old boy. Uh, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Panda. He was at his crib. He he said he was getting. He said he didn't expect to be that drunk in the first quarter, but <laughs> he said he ran out of. Yeah, liquor. he was going in, bro. So th- th- that's what's interesting about football fans. Some people they celebrate by drinking. Some people. When they're losing, they drink. And the, the thing with me regardless. with football is like, I I don't, I'm not drawn to do either if my team is winning or losing. Like it doesn't, that's not the f- first thing I think about. Like I don't think about drinking. If people do that, then that's our, like that's fine. That's what they, what they do. It's just for me, it's like with winning, I'm so pumped that I don't even want to drink. I like, guarantee that's the first... you, if you would have went to that bar you was talking about at the beginning of the video, <laughs> yeah. you would have been completely lit. Like You would have been in there, bro. Like, because everybody yeah, in the bar would have been drunk. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's like that rally thing where everyone's taking shots and yeah. stuff. Like, yeah, I get oh, yeah. that. Oh, yeah. But being at my house, you know, my cat's <laughs> sleeping next to me. Yeah. I mean, it's just, yeah, I guess it's a party atmosphere is what it depends on. Yeah. So if, if I was watching with like 10 Browns fans, yeah, you're right. That's That changes everything. And that's the one thing that sucks about kind of being off of Twitter and stuff. The one thing was, you know, I actually, I was thinking about streaming, live streaming on my channel during the game. Yeah. But I decided not to do it because I was like, I think I'll be too focused on the stream if I'm instead of the game. Like trying to do this a stream at the same time, I'd be like focused on the chat and like, yeah what I'm saying and stuff. And I'd rather just be fully locked in. Yeah. And I'm like, Hey, the Browns have never been here before. I'd rather just enjoy it a hundred percent in my world. And it would have been dope if you had like a neutral party to moderate it for you, like to be there with you. You feel yeah. me? And you do your thing and he kind of run that type of stuff. That would have probably only would have worked. Tree did it well, though. Tree did it. Tree was live. Tree had a killer stream. He got up to 20,000. I saw viewers. it this morning. Dude, it had yeah. over half a million views this morning, like eight hours later. I was like, yeah. God damn. A six hour stream. Yeah, he so yeah. That that was a really smart idea by him. And yeah, I I sure. I don't know if he had fun with it, but I know he had a good time. <laughs> well he did. At least with the you chats. It'll be fun to look back on. You yeah. It does make me yeah. wonder, like, doing that because I know uh, Grossy did it. For, he does it for the Packers. Um, and then Tree did it. I was like, I wonder if that's like the next move. Like everyone kind of reacting to their team's play in big games or at least just every week. Yeah. I would love to do that. But I think 
I think this year specifically, I just need to enjoy it. And then that's something maybe yeah, I plan yeah, on yeah, doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cause I think people want to see that. Cause it's fun to see like a fan's perspective of their team winning or losing. I think everyone loved yeah. to see tree yesterday. Cause I clicked on it just because, and it was right when the Browns scored their fourth touchdown in the first quarter. And he was screaming <laughs> at, the, he was just screaming. Like it was like that Mike getting like, uh, blaring kind of thing yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. and he was just screaming and running around it was so funny (laughs) it was so funny (laughs) yeah i might i might look into doing that next year too but like i just i don't know if i would want to put it on my main channel because it'll be so vulgar like you know yeah that's like me watching the game a Bengals game bruh like that's really not like suitable for all audiences. You know I what I'm I agree. That was the I'm when I watch games, everything comes out. I yeah. say, I say like the worst. Like I don't. I'm not like horrible, horrible, but I'm definitely cussing a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm screaming a lot. And it's like I know there's. I'm just trying to respect the people out there who's like their dad and their six year old son are watching. Yeah. And they're like, hey, this is like we appreciate him for not doing this thing and then boom that's what there's on you, you their TV you could put like a mature thing on like YouTube will allow you to do that like a 18 plus to get into this video so it's like yeah. a, it's a warning you feel me because when you come in here like this is this is a whole different vibe right here you know what I'm saying this is me watching yeah. the game this shit real like I'm not about to be you know what I'm saying I'm not about to be yeah. all nice and smiling and Nah, I'm about to like really be pissed off over every little thing that happens and then when I'm excited I'm gonna be real, like overly excited. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's probably gonna be cringy to watch, to look back on it. Like if you think about how you act during the game, like if you calm back down and then look back at that shit, you'd probably be like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like who even is this person? You know what I'm saying? Dude, if I had to watch back, like you said, if I had to watch back how I act during games, <laughs> I'd be so embarrassed. <laughs> like if I had to watch my own reaction in front of people, yeah, I would just be like red face, embarrassed about what I do. I mean, I'm like, I think I've thrown my hat so hard that I threw my shoulder out before. Like I was so mad at something that, that happened. Ridiculous. I took my took my hat off and threw it, and it like <laughs> threw my shoulder out. That's and that's not the worst not, story. Not like, only is that ridiculous, it's also extremely unathletic of you to get very unathletic, dude. Like that's. <laughs> Well, you want to know how embarrassed I feel as an athlete right now is we went to skip rocks as a family a few weeks ago and I skipped like two rocks and my shoulder was like zinging. Like it was just like, zzz, like it hurt. I'm like, I threw two rocks like haphazardly. You left-handed? Like just, yeah, I'm left-handed. Okay. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm, I'm ambidextrous. I, I write with my right. I kick with my right foot. I throw with my left hand, eat with my left hand. I, uh cut scissors with my left hand <laughs> or use scissors with my left hand. Okay. It's just, it's, okay. it's like a random assortment of left and rights. Don't know why. Yeah. It's just how it is. Yeah. I don't know. You probably picked it up as a kid. Yeah. I, I'm just thinking about this now. They had me pitch in like sixth grade because I was just because I was left-handed. I didn't have a killer arm, but when you see a left-handed pitcher, when you're that a kid, it's like weird. You're like, what the heck is that? Don't even know how to react. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, Jarvis is left-handed too, so that's why he gets extra brownie points from me. He also messes shoulder up every time he throws a ball. Also, <laughs> yeah, there he goes. It's perfect. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that's what's crazy about throwing a football. If you try to throw it and you're not used to throwing a lot, it's like, like I remember 
just blocking, like trying to use force with my shoulders. If you don't do that enough, yeah. it's like you're asking for a socket, pop, you know, pop it out of its socket. That's why when you get older, like stuff is so much more impressive. I was watching, uh, it was a random clip of Tom Brady throwing in practice. He hit like three, he hit the dummy that go across the field three times in a row, which is great. But I was looking at his throwing motion and I was like, that shit is so smooth. <laughs> like yeah. uh, it's so crispy, bro. Like he had that shit down perfect. You know what I'm saying? And he looked like, like his arm is so, uh, what's the word, man? God damn it. I don't even, I, I can't think of the word right now. But it's almost like it's so carefree the way he let Graceful. go. Like he's not protecting it. That's not the word I'm looking for. Yeah. But yes, you know what I'm saying. But uh, elegant. Anyway, the shit was just the shit was just impressive. You know, what I'm saying I was like, damn, yeah. that's, that's really impressive. I'm impressed by no, everything out of them all. Yeah. No. Trust me. You just got to do a couple of things athletically to really appreciate what great athletes do. Yeah. My so Jelani, the uh, Steelers fan and I, like before the game, we were throwing passes in the street. Mm-hmm. We're like 20 yards apart. You know what I mean? Like 20, 25 yards. And it's like, I'm literally like turning my hips, like trying to get like extra force so I don't have to throw it hard. Yeah. And we're like 20 yards apart. I'm like, what is this? This is like a first down in the NFL. Yeah. I'm just like putting my hips into it and throwing it. And it's, I'm like, wow, if I put everything on it, I can throw it like 35 yards. And that's like risking everything. I'm like, that's so bad. That (laughs) That pass I threw to you in that flag football game was like my max distance. What, that was like 30, 30, 35? Yeah, yeah. It felt like like 45, but so I I took like 10 off of it because I was like, it probably. In old man yards, it was 50. That was the dude from RDC where I burnt too. (laughs) Yeah, that was sick. That was the best. Yeah. That was the play of the game. Oh, for sure. It was a, yeah, perfect route, perfect pass. Yeah, that was, was like Baker play. to Jarvis. It was a perfect pass. I ain't gonna lie. That mug can be like right here, bro. I ain't have to stretch yeah. out for it or nothing. I, I wish, for future references, like throw me a hot pass, bro, or too far or something so I could do something cool with it. Like don't just hit me perfect. Yeah, I can't hit you in the numbers. I'll, I mean, I'll yeah. work on it, you know. You know what I'm saying? I only get to throw 10 passes a year. That's so. perfect. Like, damn. Yeah, I, I'll work on that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll talk to uh, Dwayne Haskins or Big Ben. Blake Bortles. Dude, Big Ben was so bad. Trash. Trash. Wow. Like, my boy told me earlier in the season, and he said it when it happened. He um, he's a Ravens fan, and um, and some some point in one of their games, they got a hit on Big Ben. And he said in that moment, he said he saw it. He said Big Ben got old right there. <laughs> he been trash ever since that moment, bro. Like he started the season out so much better because I I assumed he was done this year, so I was completely shocked when he came into the season that was very good. But you know, it just it couldn't hold up, man. Like the way he been, um, like the kind of the way he had gone through his career, like he just haven't really put a whole lot of yeah. extra time in and st- stuff like that in the off season. But again, he still made it to thirty eight. So this shit's yeah. still hella, hella impressive. But he didn't fall, he didn't fell off a cliff at this point. But um just the type of cat Ben seems to be, I don't think he's gonna just walk away like smooth, bro. Like the Steelers are gonna have to push him out. I think it's gonna be ugly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's gonna be leaking stuff to the press. You know how you do it. And you know that's uh that's quite good news for us. <laughs> oh, like, it's great news. Anything anything that happens with that situation is it's like if he goes one more year, it's still prolonging some shitstorm of what happens, like quarterback, 
with the receivers, you know, like yeah. I feel like their receiver room is like poisoned because of the like almost because of Antonio Brown and like him being like the leader of that locker room as far as the receivers for a yeah. while. And then like Juju's got yeah. issues. Like what? it's like it's a, weird a cultural thing. Ju- like, okay. It's just from the outside looking in, it, when AB was leaking DMs, right? He leaked the, the DM Juju sent them. Juju was like, hey, man, I've always looked up to you. So AB yeah. leaked it like he was going to make Juju look bad. I was like, yeah, they got to get AB out of there. AB leaves, <laughs> and then Juju starts turning into AB. And I'm like, not AB yet. He no. ain't that level, not even close. But the social media kind of poison, it's like, yo, Juju, you got to. Bro, you're a super likable dude. You you going crazy on social media. I know that's your business and that's your stuff. But like, dog, it started to get to a point this year where I'm like, bro, he walk into the stadium. He's thinking about TikTok because if you watch the video, like he shoot it when he got his regular clothes on, right? He walk on the on the logo, and then it'll flip to where he's in his uniform. So he walk up to the logo. Shoot the little thing, he and then he's again. thinking, all right, let me go get this wardrobe change for TikTok. It's like I'm not even going to put my my pads on to get ready for this yeah. game. Like I'm really, and then like you talking crazy in the media. And the thing is, bro, my thing is when you talk crazy in the media, but you the third receiver though. And see, that's the thing I don't like because it's like, you don't really have a big enough impact on these games to, to really be talking the way you be talking. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So you talk and then your teammates gotta be the ones that actually cash the check. You feel me? Because they really carrying the majority of the weight. And then, you know, you'll make some plays here and there. But again, you, you're probably the third option as far as the receivers the receiver yeah. go. So it's just, it's a weird thing. And I just really feel like Juju has to, he really need to sit back and just kind of reevaluate. Now, he said after the game, he didn't regret what he said about y'all. Now, he, he said didn't? that publicly, but I hope that's what he said. He said he didn't regret wow. it. That's what he said. Yeah. And so I hope that after the season is over, he separate from it, he sit back, man, and kind of get to himself and think like, bro, I got to pull this back some. Like, I, you can still do your TikTok. You can still do all your social media stuff, bro. Ain't nobody, that's the business of the game. I get it. But like, it's, it started to cross a line at one point, you know what I'm saying? Where it almost felt like it was taking precedence over what y'all was doing out there on the field. You feel yeah. me? And I don't know, man, it's weird. It's weird. I, I think he could shake I, back, though. Here's the thing, man. He has the talent to be a top 10 wide receiver in the NFL. Just his size, his speed, I don't his physicality. So. You don't think so? You think? Top 10? Nah. He is a superior athlete. Let's just put it that way. There's a reason why. He was a first-round pick, right? Second. He was a second-round pick? Mm-hmm. Juju... Because Juju is a slot receiver, so he's really good. But I don't think he's not nah, top 10, though. I'm just, I just want to see if he was a first round pick. I'm just top 10 slot right receiver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he could be a top five slot receiver. Oh, I think, I'm pretty sure second. Look it up, make sure. I could be wrong. Yeah, second round. So you're right. Yeah. I, I just knew how big of a freak he was athletically in college. Um, yeah, he, he was a killer. He like a four seven. He ran a four five. So I, th- that's so oh, interesting because I think his, 
his like a uh, jumping ability. He has a pretty decent vertical, but his I swear like as a track athlete, he was a beast. I don't know. Hmm. I I've just seen him play enough and make enough plays. I just saw so much potential more than being yeah. the yeah. third receiver behind a guy who's a rookie and another guy like I just think he's at least at the very minimum better than what he's currently at. Talent-wise. Yeah, I agree with you. Now, yeah. you make it to the NFL, it's not everything. Your legacies sometimes that doesn't matter as much. But I feel like when you get caught up in like the what people say about you on your social medias, like I I feel like it's possible for us to even do this. You see how people say how great you are mm-hmm. and you start to believe it so much that you can do no wrong. Yeah. And so you're just like, anything I do, people say nice things. So it's like, I'm hot shit. Yep. So it's like, he goes on TikTok and people praise him. You know, he posts something on his YouTube, some charity thing. And people are like, Juju, you're just like the best guy ever. And that's all the, the comments. And so he's reading those every time he posts. Yeah. Like everyone does. Yeah. That's yeah. why people post on social media. Cause it's not like you post a picture of you and you're, you're smiling and people are like, Oh, you piece of shit. Like, no, everyone's saying nice <laughs> things. Suck. And the one guy who says something bad. You just delete that. Yeah. Yeah. So you post these funny dance videos and people are like, aha, Juju, you're so funny. And that's the comments he's reading. Right. But he doesn't realize how dumb it makes him look because the outside people looking in who aren't commenting on his TikTok are going like, dude, you're making yourself look like the biggest idiot ever. But that's not the comments he wants to read. He reads the one that has a thousand likes yeah. on his Instagram. Yeah. You know, that's has more impact on his head. And I'm just using as, his using him as an example. Everyone does this. Yes. Especially sure. very, very famous people who get away with saying crazy things. It's it's just you can do whatever you want because you have your stands, your fanboys who will just follow you. Because I've seen comments being like, I can't believe how much hate Juju's getting now because he's such a good guy. Yeah, yeah. And, and he like, is. It, I think he is a great guy. He's he a no, good dude. No, one act doesn't determine a man's fate or a man's Character. reputation or anything. Yeah. Yeah, he's not just a Juju the TikTok dancer, Juju the football player, yeah. Juju the charity guy. Like he's all of that and way more. For sure. But you're not helping yourself out much when you consistently do things yeah. that make you look like a kid yeah. and that you're not maturing at all. Yeah. That's it's just tough. And it's uh like it's one of them things where it I question like I know that shit is hard. Like, I don't even know the exact way to do it because, like you said, like, when you get to a certain level, it's so much information coming in um, about how great you are or how trash you are or whatever. It's hard to filter it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it get real hard to filter it. And it's like, and that's why I say in his offseason, he just, he got to take a step back. Like, you know what I'm saying? Take a step back from the social media for just a second, bro. Give yourself a couple weeks and just really think about it yourself. Think about the, who you want to be, how you want to be perceived, and like what your actual goals are. And if everything you're doing right now align with that, keep doing exactly what you're doing. But if it don't, if it don't align and you feel like, okay, look, man, I want to be a great football player first, if that's what your values are, then you gotta you need to recalibrate a little bit. You feel me? Yeah. If you want to be a social media star over everything else, then you you're doing it exactly right, and that don't mean hey, I need to stop doing TikTok altogether. It's just like yo, you know, what I'm saying just turn that down a little bit, maybe you feel me? Like and, and just just turn the TikTok down a little bit, turn the football up a little bit, maybe stop dancing on logos on game day. Let game day be game day until you get in the end zone. You feel me? Now you yeah. get in the end zone, you want to do your thing, perfect. You know what I'm saying? You just score, everybody celebrate when they score. 
that's what's up. But like all this before the game and all of that, yeah, it's like, come on, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, dude? I look and at do Baker it how as Odell a... used to do it. My bad, my bad. No, Odell does. Yeah, agree. I was gonna say the way Odell would do it is his social media go crazy, but because his warm ups would be just entertaining yeah, as hell. But he's just warming yeah. up. Yeah, so he, it's still like a part of the whole ritual, getting ready for the game. Like he's not out there everywhere he go. Okay, shine the light right here. I got to stand in this spot, shoot. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. not It's not like that with him. So he was able to, I feel like, control it better than uh, than what Juju had. Like, Juju just went off on a whole nother trail, yeah. bro. I'm like, he, you got to get your mind Juju right. became like the, the hero of the kids when he got into the NFL and his immediate plan was, you know, Twitch, uh, Madden, like get involved in those things. And it worked. He built himself yeah, he up as a very quick. Yes. And, you know, props to him for taking season the moment. And he has a huge fan base because of it. It's, it's, he did a good job. But like you said, it's like yep. you get caught up in that. And then it's like, what are you about more? Are you about like the, you, the athlete, and like what you're making because of your talent? Or, you know, the social media thing? Like what's more important to you? And I look at, I was getting, what I was going to say was Baker is like the perfect example of someone who started off a certain way and he has matured and you can see it. Like you can just see it in Mm -hmm. every interview and how he carries himself on the sidelines after games, you know, between games. He just looks like a totally different person than he was last year, two years ago in college. You just see the growth over time. He went from a guy who would say something stupid and everyone wanted to, to go get after him. So the Browns became the team that everyone wanted to, to beat up because Baker was such, he was being an idiot and other players like Demarius Randall would say stuff like, Oh, I hated this coach, you know, like screw this guy. Like you're just sick. Like anything you could say to antagonize an opponent, in my opinion is always dumb. Trash talk is trash talk on the field. But w- when you're saying stupid things to the press or on social media before games or after games, you're just asking, you're just giving the other team fuel to, and then it's something to rally around saying the Browns yeah. is the Browns. Like Juju said, I, I'm not saying that's the reason the Browns won, but when you can post that up in the locker room and everyone sees that and can get pissed about it, it's, it's a rally cry. You give a it's little like, extra, that extra it's a little two extra. yards, Kareem Hunt drug dude. Yeah, he gave him that extra two yards to get that touchdown. You know what I'm saying? It's, Exa- it's that type of deal. I saw, it was one of the interceptions. It was uh, Sheldrick Redwine, 27, safety. He he intercepted it, took it left, but then took it right. I saw, I think it was Jacob Phillips, uh, number 50. He went back at Juju, not even in the play. Like literally he turned and looked for 19 and he went and hit him <laughs> and the camera just pans yeah. off him as he's going to hit him. And it was just like one of those moments. It's like, you know, it's like in the back of their minds and yeah. it's not that that's their main goal, but it's like you gave them that edge so they can always come back to that. They can see you across the field and they can go, yep, there's the guy who said we're nameless faces or, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, I feel and like, I feel like, ba- go ahead. Well, I was going to say, what kids don't understand, bro, and I say kids, but I really just mean, like, the people who will say, well, you know, all he said was this. He should be able to say whatever he wants. Free yeah. all that bullshit. What they don't really understand is, bro, the dudes you call nameless gray faces get up every day, and they work their asses off, okay? Yeah. They put in blood, sweat, and tears into this game, 
And that's why normally when you hear like somebody who like a good leader who might be on a damn undefeated team getting ready to go play a two and seven team, guess what? They show them respect. You feel me? Like they might understand, look, bro, this is like this is not a game that we want to sleep on. We're not gonna go into the press and say something crazy about these dudes because they putting everything they got into this. So it's a certain level of respect that you're supposed to show your opponent when they prepare in the same way. And you know how they prepare because you do it. So if you're yeah. an NFL player, like you know what it takes. You feel what I'm saying? So to just disrespect somebody for no reason at all, you know what I'm saying? It's just I, I don't understand that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just not something that I would ever do. Like, normally, like, if you watch, like, fighting, like, combat sports, right? Watch an MMA fight. Them dudes, these are, like, the baddest cats on the planet, just in hand-to-hand combat, right? They might they yeah. could choke you out. They could twist and break your damn ankle. Or they might just punch you in your shit and knock you. For, like, these them type of dudes. But after the fight, they in the middle of the ring. They hugging. They holding each other's hands up. And they're like, man, that was a tough competitor. You knocked them out in the first round. Look, he a tough competitor. He this, he that. Because they know, bro. They know what it takes to step into the octagon. Like, that shit, you got to have heart. You know what I'm saying? And you have to work your ass off to get to this point. So they show that person respect, generally speaking. Like, you know, sometimes it's if it's like real bad blood, it might it might not happen like that. But 95% of the time, that's how it go. And, like, yeah. I just like to, I like to see that same level of respect in any sport. You feel me? Yeah. I, I look I at I look at people who haven't experienced enough life, especially now, and they go, I can win the moment now by saying something like like Baker staring down Hugh Jackson as he runs past him or Juju saying the comments. You win the moment for two seconds. Yeah. But it makes you look like an idiot forever. Yeah. And it's so hard to see past that in a time now where you can post something and you get instantly thousands of likes and thousands of people saying great things about you. Yeah. Because it's so instant. Yeah. Instead of like, I'm going to go work hard and then have a great season next year. And that's going to be the reason for, you know, people giving me props. Yep. I'm going to post me doing this stuff. And it's like, I'm not even trying to bash that much on posting. I just mean, it's so much easier to try and win the moment right now than it is to like put the work in behind the scenes like a Nick Chubb and then just like let the play do the talking. Yeah. And that's just, that's just using football as an example. You you could use anything yep. like anything that's like like the Browns 2019 were all hype all talk yes and they got smacked in the face for it and it was so embarrassing it was really hard to uh to get over that it was it was really hard even a few games into the 2020 season being like okay let's see like how this next game goes because you just expect after a big win for them to just get punched because they think they're they're hot shit but it really wasn't like that It, it was such a they got the guys out of the locker room that were kind of those guys that get after a win, they're instantly like excited and talking shit. And it's like, even, you know, I'm thinking about it, what the Ravens did at, uh, when, what's his name picked off that pass. It just pissed me off. Okay. It, it didn't piss me it, off and I'll tell you why, but go ahead. Yeah. It pissed me off because it's that instant unsportsmanlike disrespect mm-hmm. that like, I get if you were talking trash during the game and like whatever, but it's like, the rally of everyone coming out to the, when the game's like basically over and doing that. I just don't like that shit. All right. So the I just, Titans, bro, the Titans have been talking crazy shit for the last two years. They ran up on the Ravens coach when they played earlier this year, before the game talking crazy to the coach. I was like, who does that? 
Like that was to me, that was like the most disrespectful shit I ever seen. Pre-game, one of the players, I don't remember who it was. I think it was Malcolm Butler, but I could be wrong. He runs up on yeah. Jim Harbaugh um, or John. Which which one is it? John? Jim? John Harbaugh. It is. The Ra- John, the Ravens coach. And he's, just, and he's talking crazy. Then when the Titans beat the Ravens that yeah. last time when A.J. Brown drug all them dudes in the end zone, bro, the Titans was relentlessly talking crazy. So yeah. disrespectful. Beginning of this game, same exact thing. So I, I got it a little bit more from the Ray. Like I understood it. Like, cause it's yeah. it's a direct payback. It wasn't unprovoked. I ain't even saying it's the right thing to do. I'm just saying, like, or that I would have did it. But when I look at it, I can understand it because it's not unprovoked. I felt like the whole juju thing was completely unprovoked. I was like, bro, that's the true. Browns it's not the same. Sitting at home, can't even practice. And you just throwing shots at them for no reason at all. So to me, that that's that's why I felt it was different. You know what I'm saying? I I 100 percent agree. If I was the Ravens, I wouldn't have did that. No, I I agree they're different, and I don't want it to sound like I'm comparing them. I just think I was just raised to even if the other team is talking trash or trying to provoke you, or even when they beat you, they're a bunch of dicks. You know yeah. to to like respectfully win, like to be a sore, don't be a sore winner or a sore loser. You know, I've been both of those in the past. I, I am a, a yeah. lot of the time. So I'm not going to act like I'm like, yeah. yeah, when I was 12, I walked off and like, no, I did that kind of stuff. But yeah. I think it's just setting yourself up for like to get smacked in the face because other people see that. And then it's, it's that same target on your back thing even more. Cause then you just want to beat them that much worse. And obviously yeah. like the NFL is so much more complicated than just wanting it more. But anything you can do to add fuel to the fire, I think is just a bad move. I think great teams, great, true, like good, like dynasty-like teams don't act that way. They don't carry themselves in that manner. That's just that's just my yeah. take on it. Yeah, it was so, a little it was a little I, clipperish. It was a little clipperish. Like Clippers in 2019 was Clippers. Talking crazy. But they was on social media, like when the when the Blazers got sent home. Oh, y'all got sent home. Clippers went home next round. Second Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, and, and they had a complete meltdown on top of that. And it just gets sent home. They blew a 3-1 lead. So, and it's, again, these teams and the organization that, well, I can't really say it about the Steelers. The Steelers have a great organization. So, yeah. it, it's not exactly the same. But it's just like, these cats who haven't really, they don't have like that championship mentality. I guess that's more what I'm trying to say. That, you know that's what, what I'm saying? Was- yeah, when when I brought up earlier how they had lost four of their last five, but they still won the AFC North. They were doing. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna get my camera started. They were doing like the dances, like AFC North champs, and they were doing like videos. And I'm like, that's what's on their mind. They just lost four of their last five, but they're yeah. dancing because they are AFC North champs for like the prestige of saying that you're. Maybe it's because they got more money or something. Like in their contracts, if they win, I don't know. But clearly, their focus was on like we did it, even though the end of the season was so bad for them. That's just yeah. I just don't see the champion type mentality with like the Heinz Wars of Heinz Wards Heinz Ward. Wow, yeah, guys like that, you know, uh, Troy yeah. Polamalu, uh, you know, just thinking yeah. of any of those like for like fierce competitor winners. Like you think of like Hall of Famers. That's not the stuff they do. Yeah. Like how many Hall of Famers can you think that's of? Bad. I mean, that's that's an interesting question, but n- none of them were like that win the moment instantly kind of guys. I don't know. That's just 
I, you don't see that. I guess that's also like a newer thing. Like people acting the way they do now. Like old dudes didn't act like that yeah. when they were young. Maybe Deion Sanders. Yeah. Yeah. Deion. I know my, my boy Randy Moss had a couple moments. Deion and Randy. I mean, if you're, if you're like, but they was like a plus plus athletic dudes. Yeah. On the history of the planet. If you back it up every week, maybe you got a case. You know what I mean? If you can back it up every week when you're the third receiver on a team and your stats are going worse every year. That's the thing. I don't know. That's (laughs) that's when it's a problem. And that's the guys doing it though. When you had a hundred yard game since AB left, it's like, come on, big dog. You you know what it's like? It's like the DB. Who's celebrating doing the like, like, oh, I, but when the receiver drops a wide open pass. Yeah. They're doing that thing. Who was that did that last night, bro? The ball I went out know. of bounds. And the DB was like, <laughs> I yeah, was like, yeah, no. yeah. He was That's overthrew it, bro. <laughs> How can yeah. you celebrate when you yeah, get DB burned is, so badly, but the receiver drops it? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. DB is different, bro. You can't, don't judge DBs. They different. They got to have a different mindset. Like when you yeah, fail, because yeah. you know, as a DB, if your job is to stop the receiver and all the rules is for You'll the take offense, credit for that. You yeah. you technically fail all the time. You fail so much to keep your confidence where it needs to be. They celebrate everything, man. I just let that's it go. fair. It's just funny to watch because yeah. you're just like it's you can't hilarious. tell why they're celebrating. It's like yeah, it's just funny. He he it's got beat funny. by like five yards, but he yeah, <laughs> he's like dog. He just overthrew it, man. Like relax. It's, you should be doing yeah. this instead of it is, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, dude, I guess we can talk. Do you want to talk about the, I, I don't even know. I watched all the other games. Did you watch the other games? Yeah. 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 I been. I watched football all damn day. Saturday and Sunday. Same. Same. What are your thoughts on the other games? Oh, uh, let me, I got to remember them. Let's back up. Well, let me just say this right now. The Seahawks Ram game was the most boring game. Just like I said, remember I said I was going to go to the gym during that game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I tried to watch it. I watched like the first quarter. I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go live." It was slightly better than the Saints game. In oh, my opinion. they're both the Saints game was the worst game, bro. That three is something about that three o'clock slot. I don't know what it is. It's dead. That three o'clock slot is completely dead. I'm like, is it the food digesting? Like, is this game really not as bad as it seems, or is yeah. this like the most boring shit I ever watched in my life? My boy is a Saints fan. And so he was in. He was on the mic while we was watching. That's the only thing that got me through that game. But that game was incredibly boring. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, the good games, uh, Bills Colts. That was a good game, man. The Colts and we said it. Quarterback away. Colts quarterback away, man. Um, so that game went pretty much how I expected. The Bills almost got hold. Remember that fumble? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was a t- not a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was, was a, a terrible, terrible call. He got up, and they said that he was down. It was one of the greatest plays. That defender, bro, I was like, yeah, dude, this man's awareness is on 100. Yeah, he yeah. sat there and waited for him to get up and then stripped him. I was like, that's the coldest shit I have seen. And they didn't give him credit for it. It was insane. I agree. Um, that was man, shocking. What other games was it? Yeah, yeah. That was, that was crazy. Uh, Titans, uh, Titans-Ravens was fun. Titans-Ravens. I was happy Lamar got his first playoff win. And um, they kind of have like a they have like a, a rivalry going, bro. So you know it was yeah. an intense game. It was a lot of you know what I'm saying. It was chippy, you know. So that was fun. Are you pulling the games up? I'm just looking. I'm I'm pulling up the 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 games coming up because I'm just curious. Okay. NFL. Um, Tampa. Oh shit. Tampa Bay Washington went hard as f- bro. 
Tampa Bay Washington was the most fun game of the weekend, bro. My dude, what's my name? What's my man's name? Tyler Heineke. Oh, that yeah. dude is a fucking animal, from, bro. <laughs> like what? He, old Dominion, I think. Old Dominion. He played in the. Uh, he was the my AAF quarterback in NCAA. The XFL too. Yeah, mm. dude. <laughs> yeah, bro. He though he was balling, bro. And his receivers were letting him down. They was dropping everything. But he played a hell of a game. He almost outplayed Tom Brady, and he was the quarantine quarterback. So that was, it was that was impressive. I had a lot of fun watching that. Yeah, that was that was pretty sick. I mean, obviously, I would disagree on the most exciting game just because of how I watched, you know, the Browns game. Well, but yeah, that was, was the next best game. That was first quarter was amazing, but like just seeing Tyler, Tyler Heineke just battle it out when he walked out there, I told my boys, and I, I didn't even know who he was at the time. I didn't know he played next to Phil, so I had to go look that stuff up. But I said, bro, there's something about this cat right here, bro. And they was like, oh, we got another backup because we had just watched the Rams. I was like, nah, this dude different, bro. I was just saying some bullshit, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But, bro, <laughs> was I accidentally right? That dude was a dog, man. But other than that, yeah, it was that. And then y'all's, you know, y'all came out and just beat the dog shit out of, out of Pittsburgh. So that was amazing. Best, but, first, you know. best first quarter ever. Yeah, so I, I can't. Two duds. Yeah, two duds, a couple decent games, a um, couple shocking moments. The Ravens getting down 10 0, and Lamar looked so bad. And then he had that crazy run. Yeah. That was sick. Yeah. Um, I, I cheer okay. for the Ravens because of Lamar, and that's it. Yeah. I, I like a couple of their other players, <laughs> but Marcus Peters yeah. pisses me off so bad that it's like I want them to lose just because of that dude. And yeah, Marcus Peters is a lot. He's a lot. I, you know, I respect his game because he backs it up a lot, gets a lot of picks. But just yeah. sometimes he does it. He just goes a little too far for, for me, and I just like to see him get he, beat. You know what I mean? Like he's he, extra. He's very. He's very. He extra. is. But um, you know, I like the Ravens, man. I like the Ravens same way I like y'all. Like you know what I'm saying? That's. Division I, yeah. teams, but I, I see y'all play so much, and I got a lot of respect for y'all teams. Then they got Lamar on top of it, and y'all got Baker. And I was, you know, you know, I fuck with Baker. Uh, yeah. We matter of fact, we don't want to pick Baker to go first overall. Remember? Yeah, remember that we did that mock draft. Yeah, yeah, and everyone gave us crap. Um, yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, but uh, so you know, I, I enjoyed that, man. Oh, I also enjoyed seeing uh, what's my man's name? For the uh, for the Rams, the corner Ramsey, yo, he yeah. locked DK up. I don't care what nobody say. Every pass DK caught was a busted coverage when somebody else was checking him. But when yeah, Ramsey, that, oh, like no, he, had, he caught one or two on him. Yeah, but man, well, who made the Ramsey pick six? Go man, added with a number one receiver, pick six. That was that pick corner. six was nasty. I, I was know. so pumped. That was the one it, time I got off. It looked my like couch NCAA. Yeah, it, it looked did. like NCAA. You know what I'm saying? He just jumped the damn receiver screen. And it was crazy yeah. because it was right after DK was mad about not getting the ball. Like, right after he had a meltdown on the sideline. Then they forced it to him. And dude was waiting on it. He jumps it. Boom, he's gone. And, you know, that was pretty much it. But it's going to yeah. be fun this week coming up, seeing Ramsey yep. match up with Devontae Adams. Like, that's yeah. going to be First game on Saturday. What is uh, yep, first your thoughts on that? I got Green Bay. I got Green Bay because the Rams quarterback situation, you know, that like that alone to me, like, and that's usually how I pick. It's so unsophisticated, but it just is what it is. Like, 
if I got an all-time great quarterback who's still playing at an all-time great level, and you've got Jared Goff who's okay, but he's injured, and you got Wolford who, you know, <laughs> got sent to the damn hospital by Jamal Adams. Yeah. You know, thankfully he's he's all right. But um, yeah, I, I definitely got Green Bay taking that. Packers are loaded. Probably by like probably like 14 points. Like, yeah, I, I think they're gonna have a not an easy time. It'll be a good yeah. game. But they'll be in control, I think, for most of that game. They will have at least a couple of drives. They put it together. I I agree. I think the Packers are going to – I think it's going to be one of those games where it seems close because the Rams' defense is so good. It's going to be like a 10-3 to 3 at halftime, and you're like, oh, you know, maybe. But it's like the Rams can't do anything on offense unless they have a crazy play. And let me bring this up while you're picking. Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald, rib injury. It's out. So, you know – He's or probably going to play, throw, but he's not 100%. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So and that's something to keep an eye on. That's another thing that sucks about amazing players is when they're in, it's like they are just unbelievable. But when they get hurt or they're out, all of a sudden it's like not even the same. It's like there's – it just like takes away from what they're capable of doing. And it's like yeah. obviously that's – the risk you run with having great players. You want to have great players over not, but that's yeah. just what, that's the possibilities of what can happen. And For sure. they, they just had a tough year with, you know, quarterback getting hurt and the situation that it's at right now. Yeah. Packers are going to win that in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Handle or convincingly. Okay. Okay. Now the only way I could see the Rams winning is if, uh, if uh, if Ramsey can re- if Ramsey really could shut down Devontae Adams, that does change things. And I don't really know what the Packers' health situation looks like. I don't know if my man is back. Uh, God damn it, I'm, I'm forgetting his Scantling? name. Not I'm Scantling. just throwing out a name. <laughs> Not Scantling. I don't know either. One, I don't bro. watch the Packers. I watched them a little this year. I'll watch them if they're on. My boy Aaron Jones gonna go crazy though. I tell you that. I Probably. accidentally discovered on NCAA. So he's <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Yeah. All right, man. Then you got Baltimore Buffalo. I I hope that's a great game. I think that's that's an interesting matchup. Damn. I think the Bills are a much better team. Me too. I just think if the Ravens can get off to a good start, it's like they have that formula where if they're in the game and they can run their offense, it's just so tough to stop them when when they keep getting into like third and twos with Lamar and Dobbins and that rush attack. But I, I see the Bills. The Bills are a better team. Like they can do more. They're more dynamic. I think they have better pieces, better receivers, better uh, defense, probably. Line and stuff is healthier because the Ravens. Yeah, I think Josh Allen's really like he makes a couple of plays every game that are MVP level yeah. plays. But he also makes a couple of plays every game that are like, dude, you're gonna blow the game. You suck right now. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. So but they're getting fewer and fewer every year. I'm noticing. Very true. You know, so he's only in his third year. You know. I, I would love to see the Ravens win because I would love to see a if the Browns win, obviously. But the Browns Ravens AFC championship would be like my ideal situation. But yeah. my my gut says Bills should win that, especially at home. And they're just hot right now. So I'm going Bills. Uh, I'm gonna go Bills too. I wanna pick the Ravens so bad. I do too. But I really just think I think Buffalo is better. Like I just really do. I mean, if Lamar just has an MVP game and Josh Allen just melts down, that's the yeah. only way I could see it. But I'm thinking they're probably gonna kind of cancel each other out, 
And I think the Bills just have a better team. So I'm going to go with the Bills. As dynamic as Lamar is, I still have an issue with him throwing the ball, especially when they have to. Like, he's not precise enough to, like, lead comebacks and, you know, pass only drives. Like, he can do it and he can make crazy plays. But if they get down yeah. 10, 14 to the Bills, like, I just don't see them coming back. Yeah, whereas, seen it. whereas he, he if. Saw, he just saw it. It was early, though, and the Titans' defense is bad compared to the Bills. And their offense, honestly, like the Titans, the Titans were a washed-up version of their previous team. And I've always thought this Derrick Henry's incredible, probably the best back in the league. But as soon as you slow him down, that offense becomes so suspect that it's crazy. Yeah. It's, they're not as dynamic as, as what we saw in the playoffs last year. Um, also, let's talk about coaching because – A.J. Brown was completely dominating the Ravens, and they stopped going to him. Like, bruh, they couldn't check him. Like, Marlon Humphrey yeah, was getting right. destroyed, like, in the first yeah. quarter. And Got some they penalties, just, too. It's like, hey, let's stop throwing to A.J. Brown. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, why are they doing yeah. that? Like, that's not smart at all. But So I think that that played into it, too, because I think they could be more dynamic than they are. Like, it's, it's almost – I think it's more coaching offensively. Because yeah. I like Tannehill. Like, I don't, people be overrating the hell out of Tannehill. But I think yeah. he's solid. You know what I'm saying? He's a solid quarter, like game manager type of quarterback. He could throw it up to, a, a, he got a fire ass ex receiver over there. He could throw it yeah. up to him. Yeah, he's, he's good. He, he can do that. But they just took that completely out of the game for no reason at all because the Ravens couldn't stop it. And, uh, you know, I think that definitely contributed to them taking that L. I also think as soon as your defense seems like they can't stop the other team, especially on the run. Like once the Ravens can run the ball really well, yeah, it makes the other offense tighten up so much because you know you have to score. Yeah. It's not like okay, let's put it. No, you gotta score or else they're gonna run away with this game. And as soon as that happens, it's like everything stops working. Yeah, everything everyone tightens apart. up. Yep. All of a sudden, guys are dropping passes. <laughs> it's weird. It's so weird how momentum works in football, man. It is. <laughs> but yeah, I got the Bills. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I'm gonna have to pick the Bills too. All right. Well, Sunday. Sunday in this first game. I mean, I'll let you break it down first. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a weird slot. I was hoping for another Sunday night type of game, but it's 12.05 Pacific time for me. That's actually a pretty good time. I like that. At Arrowhead, Cleveland going in. It's it's the toughest game of the playoffs, right? This is the David and Goliath matchup. Everyone expects the Chiefs to win. No one's picking the Browns unless you're just going like against the the wave. I I can't say like truthfully I think the Browns are going to win, but god damn it. It's like we're <laughs> at this point. The Steelers were supposed to beat the Browns. He's going to do it. Well, let me try to break the game down from what I understand. If the Browns get all their pieces back, you know, Batonio's back. If you saw the PFF stats, they had the number 1 like the number five center, the number one right guard, the number one right tackle, and Batonio, I think, is either number one or top three left guard. And they have the overwhelming number one offensive line. Yeah. Then on the defensive line, they had a bunch of guys step up, and they were manhandling Pittsburgh and just making plays. Denzel Ward should be back. I think Kevin Johnson might be back as well. It's Mm. that everything is starting to, like, guys are coming back. We'll see how the injury reports look. But – Cleveland is getting healthier and getting their coaches back, and they're going to be at full 
the capabilities, I guess is what I'm saying. What are you going to say? Has Denzel Ward matched up with Tyreek? <sighs> they played once. Because a lot of really good corners have issues with the yeah. small, speedy dudes. Yeah, you I think that Denzel Ward has as good of a chance as anyone, and I'm not saying that's good odds, but if yeah, yeah. anyone was able to do it, Denzel Ward you think potentially... Not saying it's going to happen, but that's like the one guy I think could happen. The, the, I'm not even worried as much about Tyreek as I am Kelsey. I think the linebackers for the Browns well, have Kelsey struggled gonna, with tight ends. Kelsey going to eat y'all up, but the big play. See, when I think about y'all team, bro, and the way y'all built, I think if you can get big plays against y'all, you know, I think that's something that could really hurt you because now it take your running game out of it. And y'all will be quick to abandon it. You feel me? When y'all go down a couple points. And so that's yeah. why Tyreek, he probably gonna make three catches, but it's going to be two touchdowns. Yeah, you feel right. what I'm saying? It's like 50 yards. You feel me? And yeah, Kelsey, we know Kelsey going to eat in the middle of the field. He's going to be yeah. unstoppable as well. But it's just, yeah, man, I, I, I can't, I can't even see y'all having a real chance in this damn game unless yeah. Kansas City, like Kansas City got to be completely off their game. Completely off their game, but I, I'm I curious will, to at least see that Denzel Ward matchup. Well, remember what I said, and I'm don't, let let me finish this whole thought before you say anything. Remember how I said like yeah. Ben's sitting and they're playing their backups, and then you try to put all the pieces back together after not having everyone at the same time. You kind of give people yep. a rest. That gives mm-hmm. guys freshness, so that's good. But it also kind of sets things off, like like all of a sudden things are a little out of sync. Yep. It doesn't mean that they're going to play bad, but it's just a little out of sync. Now, yep. Patrick Mahomes hasn't played in multiple weeks now. They yep. play, played with their backups, and then they had a bye week. Mm-hmm. So it's like I've I've seen this before, and I said this last week, where a team gets a couple of weeks off because they're the far and away number one seed, and they're just chilling. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, that wild card team who's hot, like Cleveland, comes in, and they, didn't, they don't have a break, but they're fresh. Like, they just played. And they come in and it's like, boom, boom, boom. And they could have another first quarter pop off because the Chiefs are susceptible to it. They had it happen against Houston last year. Mm -hmm. And obviously we all know what happened. They had the craziest playoff stretch ever that started with that game down 24-0. So even if the Browns had a crazy first quarter, I'm not saying that's the reason they would win. But if the Browns can come out hot, force a couple of crazy turnovers and kind of be there, I can see them having a shot. Now, if that doesn't happen, if the Chiefs come out, roll down the field, score, the Browns punt, they roll down, it's they're not hanging around for very long. Yeah. They need a killer start to the game, like how they did against Pittsburgh. Now, Pittsburgh kind of melted down, but the Browns also played very well, and they were very opportunistic, and they took advantage of moments, and I've seen Mahomes start games poorly. So, that's all I'm saying. The Browns yeah. are hot right now. They've The Chiefs are a couple weeks off. You yeah. never know. You, you never know. Yeah, I so. said that earlier. I said that's the that's the only chance I got. Like, you feel me? If they come in and they're rusty, you know what yeah. I'm saying, off their game. So I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah. But I even just, then, though, that's what sucks. I still don't think even it's then. enough. <laughs> yeah, it, it would have to be like to the same level y'all hit the Steelers. If y'all hit them like that, hey, you feel what I'm saying? Maybe. But if it's just a a fourteen and nothing. It's just not, I don't think it's enough. Yeah, 14 or nothing. I'm, the, I'm pretty fascinated to see because I don't know who the hell y'all are. Like, I really don't know who y'all are. I don't know if y'all just some team that rolled in against Pittsburgh and 
caught him napping and you know what I'm saying? Kind of put everything together. Or if y'all like really like that, you know what I'm saying? Are y'all really the team that I saw in the first quarter yeah. versus Pittsburgh? I'm so curious to see. Are y'all going to rise say. the occasion in this game? Here's what I'll say. So the Browns played the Titans last year, week one, and it was the hype Browns against the pissed off Titans who were like, why are these guys getting hyped up? They haven't even won a game. And they got punched in the mouth yep. by the Titans. Now yep. the Browns, I think two years ago, played the Chiefs. And it was one of those games where, oh, they're kind of hanging around. Baker seems good. And then they got punched in the second half. And they just kind of got destroyed by the Chiefs. So there's a lot of players who experienced a lot of these, you know, beatdowns that it seems like they've retaliated. They did it against Pittsburgh. They did it against Tennessee. They, they, They came out against teams that had beaten them in the past. And they just showed up to the challenge. And they were ready to go. I've seen it happen multiple times now to where it's possible. The Chiefs haven't given them any fuel other than it's like, oh, the Chiefs can't lose. They're going to be hearing that all week. So, you know, what the Raiders did to the Chiefs this year gives me hope that a physical game and just like bats out of hell, just flying around, making plays and nothing to lose, hair on fire. It's football at the end of the day. And who knows? What if it's like a, you know, windy, you can't even throw the ball that much. And it's like a grind fest. The Browns could win that. They have the better line of scrimmage when it comes down to like a crazy in, like weather game. Because it, it's in Arrowhead in January. You never know. It could be snowy. It could be rainy, windy, uh, bad, poor you know, conditions. I mean, look, you can hope. You can hope for the I, worst weather. I'm going to throw everything out there because <laughs> I said <laughs> it's football, dude. <laughs> It's football, man. I've seen no, crazier. you're right. You're right. I'm just laughing at you praying for, like, snow and wind. I'm going to look it up. Add to this he last week. to make the game ugly as possible. All right, go ahead. I'm going to the rest of it real quick. All right, all right. Kansas City weather. Well, let's just say I've looked it up and it's not looking good. Not that it's bad Damn. weather, but that Damn. it's perfect, sunny, you know, beautiful conditions for January. Let's just hope Damn. that they don't know what they're doing. And it's actually like 25 horrible conditions, three feet of snow. <laughs> okay, we don't yeah. need that to win, but that would be that's that would be a great it would, it would help. It would be nice. Bro, if y'all be the Chiefs dog, like we gotta do like an emergency, like sports therapy live stream or something because i might just go live on I mean, youtube at that point be, you might as well i almost did it again uh, well, when the browns went up so much i almost did it but i was like i'm gonna jinx them can't i can't do it that's if that's almost why i stayed that, and then, then when it came back yeah 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 i kind of figured that i kind of figured that because i yeah. checked i looked on twitter and i said he ain't come out of retirement on twitter he don't want to jinx it he's still nervous over there yeah i'm it's it's one of those things where you start to, like the stars seem like they're aligned right now and you don't want to mess with it because as soon as I yeah. say something like it was the classic me and my friend would bet on a game and he would get so pissed that they lose and I loved it. So then my team would get up by 15 in the fourth quarter and I would text him, hey, I, you know, I can't watch the game right now. Uh, can you give me an update on the game? Just like being a jackass. And as soon as I send that text, they're missing shots, steals are happening, the other team comes back and they win last minute. And it's like that it never fails. So I don't yeah. I don't want to mess with those with whatever the universe has for me when I talk shit. 
That's also probably why I don't like when people trash talk because it's bit me in the ass so many times. So, Mm. yeah, I still I I can't even make an honest prediction about the Chiefs game because I don't want to. I'm going to I'm going to ride on this Browns hype train and and just say anything's possible. And that's where I'm going to be with that. It can't I I can't pick the Chiefs. 17. It's possible. <laughs> hey, hey, this is what I got. You feel me? You know, I don't know. Damn. Throwing it out there. That's, that's tough, right? I can see the Chiefs scoring 40 in the 40s. And I can see the Browns scoring in the 50s. Y'all scoring in the 20s. <laughs> we'll definitely score in the 20s. Yeah. I think the Chiefs yeah, yeah. are scoring minimum 30s. And if it yeah. comes down to like a all-timer, it's going to be like a 54-51 type of game. Yeah. Could you imagine? If we're here next week, dude, I will go live on YouTube if the Browns win and it's 50s. Or, I mean, if they win, Bro. I'm on. But Yeah, 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 yeah. That's... I, it's like, dude. You know what? I can't imagine. That's the crazy shit about it because it's like, I can imagine it because I've seen some wild shit this year to the point yeah. where I'm like, I can't imagine y'all winning. It's like, it's not so outlandish i could see it happening like there's a certain way things could play out where i could see y'all winning this game but i mean if i'm betting money like i'm taking yeah. the chiefs you feel me? ain't no way i'm betting money on this game well yeah yeah i mean if you held a gun to my head i would pick, pick uh the chiefs. <laughs> you, <pick> the chiefs. <laughs> you uh, all right all right let's move on from that temple bay new orleans that's that might be the game of, other than obviously for me as a Browns fan, if you're just looking at it from the perspective of the weekend, yeah. this is the game. Well, to, to me, it's both of the night game, man. The Buffalo Ravens game is it's a huge game for me. That's a good. But also this game too because it's uh, you know it's the rematch. You feel me? Saints it is. smacked them twice in the regular season, uh, but now the Bucks have finally kind of got buttoned up. They kind of got everything together. You know, the Saints been running the same system for the last ten years, so. Yeah. You know, they kind of had an advantage when it came to that. With that said, man, it's so damn hard, bro. What What's up with Chris Godwin? Like, did you see that game? Uh, I bro, watched bits and pieces like of it. Five passes. He dropped five. He's the passes. new Deontay they said Johnson. It was four. Dog, he was just wide open. It's like he was. It's like he was shook because he was in the playoffs. This is really yeah. what it looked like, and so I'm not. I don't have a lot of trust in him going forward. I don't know if he's gonna bounce back or not. Yeah, that's kind of a scary thing. This game, I can't pick it. I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. I don't fucking I, know. I think the I safe know. pick is the Saints, but I want the Bucks to win because I would love to see Brady, a Brady Rogers NFC Championship. That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> Me but too, because but Brady's not yeah. playing at that level no more. Yeah, I still see potential out of Brady. Like he still looks like he can play. But Breeze does enough to where I go, like, I don't know how much he's got left. And it feels like their offense is limited because of that, even though they have a better roster, in my opinion. Maybe not better weapons for the quarterback. Actually, I don't know. You could make a case either way. Kamara's probably, other than Nick Chubb, Kamara's probably my favorite running back to watch. He might be my favorite, if I'm just being honest. Like, not as a fan of... Yeah, Michael Thomas. I would take Overall, Evans wait, over wait. Thomas, but it's a different oh, scheme. Oh, I thought you were going to say you would take Michael Thomas over Evans. I was going to say I wouldn't. No, no. And then after that, they don't really have but great. But Evans is so goddamn sometiming. But for one game, I'd take Evans. One moment. He's boomer yeah. bust as hell. Yeah. 
I'll take I'll take the Bucks just because I think I think I've seen enough from Brady in the past where you don't know during the season and you're just like even though it's a different team, it's just like it's like there's all these you never know and then the playoffs come and it's just like zoop, just locked in and loaded performing even though last yeah. week wasn't great or last game. Um, it's kind of bad. Like <laughs> they could have lost that game. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm like, still I mean, taking Washington the Bucks. Shouldn't even been in that game. <laughs> I'm gonna take the Saints. I'm gonna take the Saints. I want the Bucks to win because I would rather watch Brady going yeah. forward. But I think the Saints, even though it's hard to beat a team three times in a fucking row, so I get that. But Packers Saints, Bucks. Bro. I think they got. Yeah, Packers team. Saints or Packers Bucks, both interesting games. If if that was the NFC Championship, yeah, but the Bucks would be better. The Buck Packers Bucks is better. Because that's that's Brady the game of the playoffs. With yeah. Aaron Rodgers, whereas, you know, Bree's not dueling no more at this point. In his yeah. Career. He made a couple plays last night that he kind of turned the clock back for like a split second, but <laughs> nah. Yeah. It's most likely going to be Packers, Saints, Chiefs, Bills. Most likely, if you're looking at the championship games. But yeah. in my ideal circumstance, it would be Browns, Ravens, Bucks, Packers. Like, if those were the two championship games, dude. I'm on cloud nine. I'm already on. The, I'm already on it. But you know, I'll be, <laughs> I'll be living there for a little while. Yeah, yeah. Man, much I love the Ravens. I, I think I'd rather see Buffalo. I know Buffalo lost to Kansas City early. I just feel like they got a better chance to beat Kansas City than the Ravens do. That's true. I think the Bills are the dark horse for it all. I think. Yeah. I think whoever wins out of the AFC wins it all. But I do see the Packers if they make it. Like I think, I think it's also their year, potentially. But we can talk about that more when th- this next week when comes. When the time come, yeah, yeah. Anyway, all right, man. We've been we've been talking for a minute. We can go ahead cool and end it here, man. Yeah, cool. So, hope y'all enjoyed this episode, episode eighteen of the Sports Therapy Podcast, man. We'll catch y'all boys in the next one. Peace. Go Browns. <laughs>